All right, welcome back. In this hour, Al, Jimmy Johnson rips Jerry Jones. Ah. And in this hour, I have a great fear about this game. No. And I will reveal it very shortly. But on the line with us right now, if you are not listening to Merrill do this game with Mike Quick, you are denying yourself one of the great honors and pleasures. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of the Eagles for close to a half century, mm-hmm. the legendary Maurice. Hi, Merrill. Hi, Angelo. How are you? Oh, Merrill, we're all very excited. Now, I just got to, you're getting on a plane very shortly to head to Arizona. Is that correct? I am. I'm meeting my producer, Joe McPeak, and we are off to Arizona. All right, Mike, what have you, uh, Merrill, what have you been doing this week to prepare for the Super Bowl? The same that I do every week, Angelo. I get all the information. I look at game tape. I, uh, I memorize the numbers. All of the same thing. It's, it's like preparing for any other game. You just put everything into it. Actually, it's a lot easier than preparing for something like a preseason game where you have a roster of 90 people. I've seen Kansas City so many times but I feel like I, I know each team will. Yeah, absolutely. I just You have made it clear, Merrill, that even after all these years, you get a little nervous before a game. Do you get more nervous before bigger games? Like, what's it like when you're getting ready for Super Bowl? No, you really don't. I think it's the same every game, but you do have that extra feeling of importance, what this game means, how big it is. So you, you bring that out. So that's a little bit different, but the the pregame jitters are the same all the time. All right, here's what I want to know. Let's say the Eagles win, right? Now, I know how close you were with Andy Reid. He was here 14 years. Doug was here five. He won. Nick is second year if he wins. Will it affect Andy's legacy that two guys that followed him won a Super Bowl in far less years than it took Andy in Kansas City to finally win one? No, I don't think so. I think Andy's Andy's legacy is already etched in stone. I mean, he is the winningest coach in Eagles history. He's won 140 games. Next in line was Greasy Neal back in the 40s who won 66. So he's done all of that. He's been to numerous championship games, and he's won a Super Bowl. Andy Reid will be in the Hall of Fame. There's no question about that. Merrill, if you could... Would you swap the coaches on sidelines? Would you rather have Andy Reid coach the Eagles in the Super Bowl and Nick Sirianni? No. No, Andy's a great coach. Nick is the right coach for this team. He has nurtured this team for the past two years. He has passion that the players really identify with. He's a wonderful communicator, and he is a, a bright young coach on the rise. All right, Merrill, uh, this is a tough one, all right? Because you, uh, you have done a number of Super Bowls with the Eagles. Is this the most talented Eagles team in your tenure as voice of the team? Without any question. Wow. This, this, is, probably the most, this is probably the most complete Eagles team of all time. I'll tell you, the truth of the matter is when you look at this team, there is no obvious weakness. And every time there was something that had to be adjusted and addressed they did it. I mean, Howie Roseman, look what he did in the offseason. Look at the great trade for A.J. Brown. Look at the pickup right before the season the, uh, of, of James Bradbury and then C.J. Johnson Gardner, uh, Gardner Johnson. When he made that pickup, that was a great pickup. And then when they had a little trouble stopping the run, what did he do? 
He went and he brought in Linville Joseph and Indomitian Sue. And then uh, how about the how about the free agency signing of Hassan Reddick? I mean, this has been an amazing construction. I'm going to tell you, I've said this for a while now, Mel. The big star of this season, this team, is Howie Roseman. I've I never got seen you, bro. it. No one's ever had this good a season and putting all that talent on the team at the same time. That's number one of all time in my eyes, Mel. Well, he, he has done a great job. You know, I'll tell you, look at the talent on this team. This is the best pair of wide receivers ever. And I say that sitting next to Mike Quick in the booth, and you know what? He agrees with me. <laughs> because when Mike was paired with Harold Carmichael, Mike was a rookie and he only caught 10 balls, and Harold was near the end of his career. You look at Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, and then you throw in Dallas Goddard. It's, it's an amazing receiving core. The running backs, there's not a weakness on the same. All right. I just got to know, though, like, uh, you did a great call of the final play five years ago. You're on the plane today, right, Meryl? Are you going over mm-hmm. possibilities? Do you, do you do any of that kind of prep before a game when it's such a big deal? No, no, None. I no? don't. I, 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 because I want my true emotion to come out. Now, I will tell you that if the game doesn't go down to the last play, uh, let's say they're, they're up comfortably going into that final three-minute stretch, then my mind starts to wander a little bit about what would be the most appropriate way to caption the end of this game. That starts to, to but I but I don't really plan it during the week. You can't. You have to wait and see what happens and how you feel at that moment. All right. I got to uh, this is uh, we know you love golf. Right? We know you love golf. I do. But I have been told that you will actually be part of the coverage what's it called? Uh, the waste management tournament. Mm-hmm. It's a huge tournament at uh Phoenix. Are you going to be part of the coverage tomorrow, Mel? Well, not not exactly part of the coverage. Rich Lerner, who is the anchor for the Golf Channel, uh, and somebody I know well, he said, would you be able to come out and sit with me and commentate and chat for a while at that 16th hole? That's the crazy oh, the 16th hole! You got him so jealous. So, so yeah, and Ruben and I have played golf together, yep. so he's a terrific player. And uh, so I, I love to play. I really do, but to be out there... I've played that course. I've played TPC Scottsdale, but I've never been there for that tournament. And that is the craziest hole and the craziest crowd in all of golf. Well, here's a little known fact that I researched, Merrill Reese. People are going, Merrill Reese is not an analyst. Merrill Reese is a play-by-play guy, one of the greatest ever. But you started with the Eagles as the uh, Mike Quick guy. Am I right, Merrill? Well, I did. I actually started doing pre- and post-game shows for about five years, and then I did color in the 77th season, and then with the tragic passing of Charlie Swift, I moved into the play-by-play seat for the last two games of the 1977 season, and uh, I've been doing it ever since and loving every second of it. Wow, he was a color commentator. That's amazing. Well, I just got one other thing, Mel, because you're kind of high-strung like we are. Are you superstitious? Are you doing anything now like you did it five years ago to line up things for good luck? Yeah, just minor things. I, I always have the same breakfast at the hotel or at home. I always have a stack of pancakes because I don't eat it all once I get to the stadium. I, I, I don't know why 
but I always have two pennies in my right pocket. How's that? Two pennies. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, at the Super Bowl, that's not going to get you too far, Merrill. <laughs> He's always giving us two cents. Yeah. All right, Merrill, last thing. I know this is dumb, but I got to get you on the record. Who do you think's going to win the Super Bowl? It's going to be a very tight game, but if the Eagles play, as Tiger Woods used to say, as A game, if they play their A game, We'll be having a parade next Wednesday or Thursday. Wow. Merrill, that's awesome. Merrill, if anybody's not listening, you're making a big mistake because it's awesome and it's going to be perfectly synchronized. Merrill Reese, Mike Quick. Merrill, bring us home a championship, my friend. I, I hope to, Angela. And let me tell you something. Congratulations to you for what you have meant to this city and what you have meant to broadcasting and to all of your friends, and I include myself, on that friends list for so many years. You are truly the best. Merrill, you are way too kind, but I really appreciate it. It's been an honor to work with on the same station doing the broadcast for all these years. It's been a great honor to me. Thank you, Merrill. Thanks, Ains. Talk to you soon. Merrill Reese. Now, I, you know what I'm going to do on Friday? No. I'm going to watch the golf. Oh, you should. That now, 16th you're telling hole is me, unbelievable. Al, the 16th hole is special? Yeah, they put all the, the stadium seating up and everything. Well, like, it's what, an what makes it's, that? What's different about that hole? They literally put in a, a stadium. They construct a stadium around the entire hole. And when people like make great shots, they throw beer. Oh, it's, they, crazy. it's It's amazing. Right, then you know what's Holes going on. There's the whole no deal. decorum, right? No, 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 hold no, no, on. It's a wide bit. open. So I'm thinking that there will be Eagle fight songs, Eagle cheers. I would assume. I believe the Eagle fans, Al. Hmm. will give that uh, golf tournament a special flavor. Today is the day where they're going to start to head out. You're going to start to see yeah, this pictures is the of big planes. Day, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. today's the and day. You know why it is, Rick? Because it's like a thousand dollars in any hotel room for one night. Yep. It's yeah. a lot. You can't go the whole week. No. I've been char- I've been booking rooms for yeah. our people here. I mean, it's it, it's very very expensive, and you had to do it early too. So and like you didn't know. All right, who who do we have there? Who's going there? So, right now, but actually, they're coming back before the Super Bowl because we booked so early. All right. That's John Marks, Ike Reese, Jack Fritz. They're out there. Joe Giglio's out there. But Rod, who's from Arizona, is actually credentialed for the Super Bowl. Wow. And I had Our to, own boss. I had to book him a flight for 11.59 ah! Sunday night. Oh, he's taking the red eye Oh, he's red eye He's taking the red eye Here's what I would do, Abe. And again, you know, I don't know how uh, funding is here, but I would put Ike Reese... Jack Fritz and John Marks in one room. No. <laughs> Why would you do that? To right, here's what I would do. There would be like a large king size bed, and then for Fritz, they could bring in that little uh, the cot, cot. Bring the, the little cot. cot in. Bring yeah, okay. the cot in for Fritz. They're taking a, a really nice hotel. They are. Of I, course they are. Because I I've looked on. You know, <laughs> hey, I say actually save money because I uh through Expedia. It sounds extravagant to me. Is all I'm saying. Give them one room. They'll be fine. Okay. Maybe you'll get closer to. Who knows? Okay. Let's go to Robert. Robert's up from Washington Township. Hi, Rob. Hey, good morning, Angelo. Getting more and more exciting, man. It's Thursday. Where will you be Sunday at 630, Rob? Well, that's why I'm going to call you, because during the season when the Eagles are on, I'm not, I'm De Niro light, right? I don't get too OCD, but I get in front of my TV, a couple shots of tequila, you know, beer, you know, and watch the game. And then when Super Bowl rolls around, when the Eagles aren't in it, I go out and I have fun. Now I got a dilemma because I like watching the Eagles 
by myself in front of the TV so I don't miss anything. And I got that, you know, peer pressure of, hey, we're going out. Are you coming out with us to watch the game? So I'm kind of decision, right. you know, it's decision I'm time. I'm glad you Stay called me with this, Robert. Here's the deal. When you go to a party, you are going to encounter many casual fans. Yes. These fans will become extremely annoying to you when they are babbling in a key sequence in the game. 100%. I would stay home for that reason, Rob, with the tequila. <laughs> totally you agree. And have a, like the bottle, and if things go bad, you know, maybe you'll get all the way down to the worm. You go all the way near the bottom. You're Robert, obsessed with the worm. I don't know. It's, it's what I know about tequila. All right. Anyway, Robert, the thing is, you you know, this game, do you understand what happened five years ago? We're still feeling great about five years ago. How great would it be to get another wave of that thrill? How great uh, would that be? Well, it's such a different scenario, right? I mean, we were kind of like how we got in there with the quarterback getting hurt was kind of crazy. This team has been so good since the beginning. It just, it's got to get to the finish line, right? I mean, you got, you started great. It would just be so wonderful to end great. It would be, this would be the most beloved Eagles team because it's really the best team. This should win. We are favored to win. Robert, what do you eat at least once a week? I'm going to keep it a Philly thing. It's my, it, it, it's, 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 it's my one of my favorite things. It's tasty cakes. A tasty ah, cake. Oh, there you go. Who's going a week without a crimping? I don't know anyone. Two one five five nine two ninety four dollars. We come back, Al. You know when I have a lot of time, I I tend to find things that make me nervous, and I realized what was making me the most nervous right now, and it was touched on when you had a great interview yesterday with Brian Billick. Okay. And when I was hearing what Brian Billick was saying, it was making me extremely nervous. Hmm. I'll explain when we return. 215. It is uh, 722 here, three days before the Super Bowl. And uh, in all the years we have done this show, we have had many extraordinary remote locations for the show. Yes, we have. One of my all-time favorites, I think yours too, Battleship New Jersey. That's right, that gun. Was that great? The, <laughs> the men from Battleship New Jersey are here, Jack Willard and Jay Jones. Guys, thank you for coming in today. What did you need to set? Well, we wanted to, uh, first of all, thank WIP and the morning show for the great support. Um, you guys have always been great supporters of the Battleship. We, we, we wish you great luck on your retirement. We have some cool stuff for you, including oh, look at that. Uh, oh, nice. an, an eagle made out of uh, teak deck from the wow. battleship nice. in Jersey. That's spectacular. Wow. Uh, it was. It was. That's cr- a good omen for the game. It's a great omen for the game. And speaking of that, the battleship is lit green for the birds. Ah. We're also doing a uh, toast for the birds on Saturday at uh, twelve o'clock. It's a free event. Guests can come on board the battleship. Toast for a victory for the Eagles. Are you going to fire the cannon? We are. We're firing the five-inch uh, gun at the n- end of it. So. Never scared more. That was no, that was unbelievable. Wow. Oh, my God, was that unbelievable. So I, guys, you're too nice. What is this about? And, Jay, you got something, too? Get we right near that mic. Yeah. USS New Jersey BB-62 hat with scrambled eggs. Perfect oh, the, for the scrambled morning. eggs on the bill. Mm. WIP. Wait a minute. That's you. the folded flag? The flag. flag we flew over the battleship for you, Angelo. So Hold on wow. a minute. That's great, but don't they put that like on the on the on the um coffin? <laughs> uh, uh, you <laughs> can, the whole point. You can do that too. <laughs> well, they un- they it's not folded on the <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, I uh, uh, wait a minute. Don't, the guy dies and then don't you give that to the wife? Not all the time. Um <laughs> we do that sometimes, but we also do it as a thank you wow. for uh 
great supporters of the battleship. Jack, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. This is a battleship. We we win wars with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you think I would have been a good soldier? <laughs> um, what, why, what is she laughing about? Our, our fear is the line would have probably for the opposing side. But, um, <laughs> um, oh, no. But, oh, no. But the good news is now we always need volunteers, Angelo, and you have yep. some spare time. I so you want to come on over. So. Good I will have some time and soon. Keep them off the ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys, I cannot thank you enough. You know how, how strongly we feel about Battleship New Jersey. It's a great thing to go visit. It's a tremendous day. Bring your kids. You'll oh, have a ball. The kids would love it. They'll <laughs> love that stuff. But you got, I was hearing that you guys had one other request. We do. You really wanted? We absolutely have to hear that Ukrainian Eagles fight song again. That was fantastic. Right. This yeah. is a choir out of people mm-hmm. that are originally from Ukraine. Okay. Who have now relocated here and formed their own choir. Oh, nice. I think it's one of the greatest fight song renditions I've ever heard. Take it away, boys. <laughs> Willard is doing the EHL. Mm-hmm. Yes, with him. Jack, who's winning the game Sunday? Oh, the Eagles. Go, go Birds. No Jay, problem. Jay, we got this thing. Absolutely. Right. E-A-G-L-E-S. Jay's a little slower than Jack, but they're both great. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. Battleship New Jersey. Now I will share with you my fear. Oh. And it it evolves out of a comment made during a brilliant interview with Mr. Brian Billick, one of my favorite people. All right. Uh, He was on yesterday Yesterday with us. Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Well, Al, he's. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's that's yesterday, Al. Were you here yesterday? Yes, yes. Uh, He called me later, and he was a surprise guest. You did the interview. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Anyway. Uh, he said something that triggered a fear I have. Here is Brian Billick talking about the advantage the Eagles have over the Chiefs. Physicality of the offense and defensive lines. By Philadelphia, are going to make the difference in this game. I don't think uh, Kansas City has seen this type of physicality, the ability to run the ball at will that the offense has, and, and that defensive line. The ability to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes with just a four-man rush is is something, and that allows you to do all the things on the back end. That was the key to our defensive success. I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Here's the problem. What is it? Uh. The man they have assigned to be the head official mm-hmm. is Carl Cheffers. Mm-hmm. In the last three years, he has either finished first or second all three years in throwing penalty flags. Mm-hmm. Now, he could neutralize the power of the Eagles' lines by calling holding when it's not really there, and by not calling holding when the Chiefs are out there. And the Chiefs have had a lot of uh, very public issues with Jeffers. And he made this maybe, I don't like the feeling of having Mr. Flag happy I'll, doing this I'll game. i make you feel better about it because Peter, Peter King referenced it in his, you know, his football it. morning, and he said it. it's, it's not Carl Jeffers' crew. There's only one. That doesn't and, mean Carl can't fl- throw that flag at key moments. 
You think uh, they want that they want the refs to be? Here's the other thing. Yeah. All right, now I want you to hear this because then Peter King did something unusual in that column. Mm-hmm. He showed you how terrible the officiating was in the oh. fourth quarter yeah. of the AFC Championship game. It was game. no doubt. Al, he went through five plays. They blew. Yep, they blew the clock. They blew everything. And there's even a debate about whether they should have thrown the flag on the play that gave the Chiefs the field yeah. goal. Yep. He. He, do you understand Peter Keg is very tight with Roger Goodell? Right. And he trashed the officiating and said it's not good. So three days later, yesterday, Roger Goodell comes out. Uh-huh. He's doing his news conference. And now he said something that I do not agree with. Here's the commissioner. When you look at officiating, I don't think it's ever been better in the league. <laughs> there are over 42,000 plays in a season. Multiple infractions could occur on any play. Take that out and extrapolate that. That's hundreds, if not millions, of, of, of potential fouls. And our officials do an extraordinary job of getting those. All right, first of all, millions is ridiculous. They don't have enough flags to throw millions. <laughs> yes. uh, Jack Willard from the battleship New Jersey was here shaking his head. You didn't agree with that, did you, Jack? Oh, no. They need full-time paid referees that... Do a better job. Why are you assigning the number one flag guy for this game? I guess he rated out. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, what he said, all he said was, the way I look at it, the the officiating is horrible and it's never been better. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. It's continues to be horrible. I will say this about Bengals fans (laughs) and players. They haven't whined nearly as much as the 49ers. Oh, oh my God. They up. have a case. Do the you Bengals know? actually have a case. They Correct. got two guys now working radio row bitching. Yeah. yeah. Two McCaffrey. of the players. Yep. Are, uh, McCaffrey's one of them. And you're going, boys, get over it. You lost 31 to 7. They got Shut crushed. Up. Ruben, you'll love this. Last, last, a couple days ago, uh, uh, Greg Luzinski put out a tweet. Oh, I Will saw somebody it. tell the 49ers yeah. they lost? Yeah, and I, I, I replied to him. I said, yeah, they lost. Not only did they lose, they got Got crushed. Yes. I think the Bulls should go to Radio Row and clean that up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> On the line, I love this guy, Al. So here's where we are. This gentleman is one of five guys who rented an RV. Oh, yeah. And decided to ride from here to Phoenix, Arizona, 2,300 miles. Wow. His name is Abner. Hi, Abner. What's going on, Angelo? All right, Abner, where are you right now? Well, we're in Kansas City. I mean, I'm sorry, Kansas. Uh, yeah, don't we, go to we, don't go to Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid that city. We did so, we did that already. <laughs> all right, so you we, started we, on Tuesday night. Have you driven the whole time, Abner? Uh, no, we take turns. Uh, right now, I got the the only ones up with me right now are the two DJs. They're a bunch of party animals, so they can handle it. All right, but you literally have been, that RV's been running since you left Tuesday. No stop. No, 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 no. No? no. It broke down in their, in their home street. Wait a minute. Hold on. You yeah. rented this RV. <laughs> it broke down in your street? <laughs> It, it broke down 300 feet as soon as it took off the house. <laughs> That's not I, a good uh, sign. All right, so hold on. How long did that delay you? That delayed me about 45 minutes uh, in my hometown in the AutoZone parking lot. <laughs> then we decided. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, then we decided to go take it back to the RV guy and say, give me a newer one. <laughs> 
right, so they gave you a new – oh, my God. They gave him a lemon RV. Uh, All right, God. now, uh, everybody's been doing their share. Now, how's it been going so it, far? It's been going uh, – other than that, uh, uh, one more little hiccup. Um, our our water heater broke, so we have no running rudder. Oh, oh no! God. That's not good. Too many stops. No, no that's running not, water. Yeah. You guys are going to smell. Well, we stopped last night because we encountered some bad weather. Uh, so we decided I couldn't even see the road. Uh, it, it was not a good idea to continue. So we 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 made a stop and and we took uh, about a four hour rest. All right, much Abner. needed. Abner, what was the original plan on your arrival, and how close to the schedule are you? Well, we are now, I was supposed to get into Arizona around 12 uh, noon, and now it's going to be around 8.30. All right, 12 noon today? It was supposed to be 12 noon today. But now it'll be 8.30 tonight. Okay, that's not terrible. No, no, that that's I'll take that. Hey, listen, uh, the reason why we left Tuesday is for any troubles, uh, and we encountered two right off the bat. <laughs> but see, it seems like the one part of this plan that is uh, really, really risky is that you do not actually have tickets to the game. Well, uh, I've been talking to someone that offers some tickets. But we need to double-check them because it sounds too good to be true. And you know what you say. <laughs> <laughs> right, it sounds now. too good to be true. All right, so it's a, it's a very good price is what you're telling me, and that doesn't sound possible, right? Exactly. Yep, exactly. Right. Well, Abner, did you get contacted by the Wall Street Journal? I did. See we that? put a report out yesterday. Um, it's already out. Uh, we, we were able to read it, so you, you guys could too. That's awesome. Abner, you know we want to hear more from you. This is exciting. You well, can call tomorrow you're, when you're in Arizona. Absolutely. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to these guys here driving. Uh, here, you can say hi to Slick Rick. He's the Slick master Rick. DJ. And then his buddy, the real deal. What's right. going on, guys? Hi, Slick Rick. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. Got a few hours of sleep, and uh, now we're on the road and, and knocking them. I'm out. I think I got about a five-hour shift in me. That's not terrible. <laughs> Rick, nice. what style of music are you playing on the RV? On the RV, I, we're, we're playing all anthems, all the anthems, getting us hyped to, 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 for the Super Bowl. Wait a minute. Anthems for, for different countries? No, no, all the all the anthems that that, that Philadelphia represents. Oh, all right, sports anthems probably. Sports yeah. anthems. Yeah. That's great, Abner. That won't get old by the time you hit the Mississippi River. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. All, all I gotta do is just play them a little louder. All right, fellas. <laughs> I know I'm probably risking waking up the guys in the back. Could I get an eagle cheer from Kansas, wherever you are? Oh, yeah. Could we'll I hear that, Let's fellas? Go. Let's hear this. Ready? One, two, three. Boys, have a safe trip. Great talking to you. That's Slick Rick, Al. He's the DJ. And the real deal. They brought a DJ on, and then you got the real deal. Can you imagine going on a cross-country trip, and it breaks down out of your driveway? Most accidents are within a half a mile from your home. You know what, Al? At that point, my trip is aborted. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you would have quit early. That's a bad... One thing you should learn about me, Al, and you're finding it out next week. I'm a quitter. Yeah. (laughs) 215-592.
94. We are back at 742. Crazy times around here. We're going right to the phones. Dennis is up from Outlaw. Hi, Dennis. Radio man, how you doing today? I'm, I'm out. Three days, that Dennis. I don't. I don't ever f- remember being this excited or nervous. I, it's crazy. Um, how many times are you going to be behind the couch on Sunday night? I don't know. I, you know, what it is, Dennis. It's because I feel like I got extra on this because of the Andy Reid factor. I, I, if him celebrating would be truly a low point in my life, and I just don't want to see that. Yeah. Well. I don't think you're gonna to have to worry about that. I think we're gonna win. I don't think we're gonna win by double digits. You know, mm-hmm. the worst fear I have is that we're only up by seven or eight points. We give Patrick Mahomes the ball. He's like yeah. giving it to Tom Brady. If, if you know, get, he's gonna score if we let him. You know, go down that. Tom field, Brady so. didn't score. Here's the no. thing, Dennis. Super athletic, Tom Brady. But prior to that, we had uh, allowed 613 <laughs> yards. <laughs> yes. I no. will never forget that number, Dennis. Here's the thing. And this is really the truth. All these time, all this time later, I still don't really trust Jonathan Gannon. I really don't. I'm afraid of wide open receivers all day. Uh, what receivers I mean, besides no, Kelsey? Uh, Travis try- Kelsey. I said besides Kelsey. Uh, that kid. Uh, oh, they got a fast kid in the backfield. Pacheco. Oh, That's the running back. Yeah, uh, he. No. Ba- yeah, he's, they he's can throw. Violent. They can throw to Pacheco too. Yeah. Nah, is give me ten minutes. I'll find things to get nervous about. By the way, I found the perfect team for Ben Simmons to go to. How about oh my God. the 49ers? All right, listen, you you brought it. Yeah, the, the, all right. He, I got to at least address it. Up. So the Nets now have traded Durant. So they have traded Harden. Then they traded Kyrie. And now they've traded Durant. The only one left is Ben Simmons. Three Hall of Famers. That has to be the funniest thing I've ever heard. They traded three Hall of Famers, and he's on an island all by himself. Right. And and you know what? They're all thrilled they're not with Simmons. Yeah, yeah, but the the worst part about it is that Michael Bridges has to go play with him. I know. What did he do to anybody? He's a great guy. Villanova guy, Philly guy, great guy. I blame the Sixers because they drafted him, and they should have never let him go. He's a good player, man. Brown. a great kid. All right, back to football. Dennis, uh, you feeling good about this? What you got I'm, telling you? I'm feeling real good. I just hope that, that that guy keeps the yellow hanky in his pocket. I'm afraid of too many That's flags. That's it. That, if you start seeing flags out that going against the Eagles, just know wherever I am, I'm going crazy because that will drive me nuts. Dennis, I need you to give me a food you eat every week like pizza. Uh, did anybody say eggs yet? No yeah, one scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. eggs covers that. I need something else. How about uh, bread? A sandwich. Bread. He wa- He's putting down bread out. Uh, uh, sandwich. He does sandwich. I think. All right, he goes sandwich. Yeah, yeah. All right, regular yeah. sandwich. All right, fine. The judge today is Ruben Amaro, so I think Tacos has the early lead. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I'm on Aiden's next. Hi, Aiden. Hey, Angela. How you doing? I'm doing great, Aiden. How are you? Good, good. What are you thinking this morning? I'm thinking how no one's really talking about, and you have to look back to back when Jalen Hurts was in the national championship game, when he got pulled out for Tua. You have to think that that's still in his mind going into now the biggest game of his career since that point, that that chip is still on his shoulder, that he's going to walk into this game with something else to prove. 
to everybody else. All right, this was used against me yesterday in an interview I did on Chicago Radio, Aiden. They said, hey, we know Mahomes will answer the call in a big moment. He's done it. We don't know that would hurt. What's your answer? How do you answer that? Because that is – that's a fact. He is not – and he has not been great in the playoffs probably because of the shoulder. Aren't you concerned about that? I'm not concerned about that at all. you got to think about how much he's grown up since, since that point. I mean, that's, what, five, six, seven years ago now that he's been in that position, and, and it's been looming over him since that, and, and you can tell how he's played through this this season, and he wants to get to this point to be able to prove it to everybody that that is no longer the person he is that he can't step up to the challenge. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. Nobody's outworking that young man. No, no, Nobody and, is. And the great part about it is it's not really about him. He really believes that it's about the team and winning. And he's he got the players. He he's got the players. I'm sure that he would sacrifice having a terrible game and having yeah. the team win. Oh, he would. And not every guy and would. Not every guy would. You're, You're absolutely 100% correct. right. Ada, give me something you eat every week. I'm going to say cereal, whether it's hot or cold. Cereal, <laughs> for sure. Come Love on. It's a breakfast item. All right. Uh, let me sh- sh- demonstrate to you, because I started the show with this, that, uh, uh, you know, Jalen, he's a question mark. He hasn't done it in this big a moment. In fact, when he was at the NCAA t- title game, the he got benched. Yeah. Right? The championship game out. So here is why I think he'll be fine, because he's answering the call. In the biggest media moment of his career, with answers like this, when he was asked about what fuels him to play great. Uh, most importantly, I know that there are kids out there watching. There's always kids out there watching. Kids back in Texas, Philly, uh, Florida, Cali, here in AZ, um, wherever it is, there's always a kid out there watching. And you know, I heard, um, I heard, I heard someone say, I don't know if it was Michael, or Michael, Michael Jordan, or Kobe, but. You know, you some sometimes you get you get families and kids that save up all that money just to go to that one game, just to go to that one game. They may not ever get to see you play in person again. So you definitely want to put on a show for them when they come. Does that sound like a guy out where the moment's too big? Uh, no, he. I mean, he says all the right things. I mean, he's brought up, you know, his dad, just like Mahomes with his dad. Bringing up the dad thing was good too. Oh, well, Mahomes too. Mahomes too. But but th- to me, Al. Mahomes, we know, is not going to be an issue. Mahomes is a player. See, I think he's great. If, if, I'm telling you, if if you made a bet and you yep. asked me to bet, who do you think will have a turnover, Mahomes or Hurts? All right, Mahomes. Yeah. All right, let me get, let me throw this one at you. All right, because this I'm sure is a prop bet. Who do you think has a better chance to be the MVP of the game, Hurts or Mahomes? Mm. See, that's the real question. Mahomes, because I actually think the Eagles could win and he wouldn't be it. Wow. Do you, know you mean hurts. Do you want to know how yeah. everyone's feeling about Jalen? How are they? Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major engine repairs. Armin Chevrolet Service Center will keep your car running great. Certified service, ArminChevy.com. How much faith do you have in Jalen Hurts playing well in Super Bowl 57? 74% have total faith. Oh, that's wow. crazy. Jalen Hurts. 73 out of Jumped four. Wagon. You said total, so why is it crazy? Because I thought some was going to win. What did some get? 23%. 23. So what yeah. did no no faith? 3%, not at all. Wow, these people love that kid. He's yeah. great. They love that kid. All right, let me go to my Kansas City correspondent. All right, Al? He is by chance, by accident. He is working this week in Kansas City, Missouri, 
our friend Kenny from the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny. I'm actually calling you from football heaven, apparently. Wow. What are they saying? What are, what's going on in KC? You know, I, I, I come rolling into town, and I'm wearing my Eagles hat and my Eagles sweatshirt, and I'm doing professional things there. And people are coming up to me, and they're like, oh, congratulations, your team did so well. It's going to be such a great game. I'm so looking forward to it. Hey, can I buy you a drink? Ooh. Hey, they are – they're kind. I, I, I didn't. I didn't get in until three in the morning last night. My my clients took me out last night, sat me up in barbecue, went to this bar, went to another bar, and people were treating me like I was uh, a celebrity. And and the worst smack talking I got were people walk up to me and go, "Go Chiefs!" Wow. All right, hold on, Kenny. You mean <laughs> to tell me you're getting lots of free drinks in Kansas City while wearing Eagles stuff? They're too nice here. It's like I'm in Wisconsin. All right, so have you tried any trash talk with him at all? Well, at one point I did an Eagles cheer in the bar, and then a couple people applauded me, and then a couple people applauded just shook their Applauded you in KC? Uh, yeah, I, maybe they're not hungry enough, Kenny. No, they're just too nice here. They're like, oh, my God, that took a lot of bravery to do that in this bar. I mean, that's the worst <laughs> I got. Wow. So what's your itinerary this week, Kenny? Um, I got one more meeting today, um, big dinner tonight, and I'll be on a plane tomorrow morning first thing, and then it's 100% eagle mode all the way into the game. All right, uh, plane here, not Arizona, right? No, no, I'm coming back. Yeah, I You're told coming. you, I, uh, I got one, another client, is his company is sponsoring the Super Bowl party at my house. How They're many people, how many people will be at the party? About 30. All right, if someone is there... That is a casual fan making stupid comments. How will that be handled by the host? Um, well, there'll be five TVs and four rooms, so they will be led to the room where the people that are casually watching can casually watch. See that? Yeah. Oh, he's got yeah, he's got a casual room. Very yeah, smart. you need one of those. Yeah. Where you put like all those the people into one room. Because well, there's, I, nothing, I well, there's right. nothing worse than when you're watching the game and somebody who's not paying attention wanders in front of the TV and just yeah. starts talking to people. No, you can't. So that there's a separate room <laughs> no. for those fools. I'm with there's you. There's also a room. And I have another room where you have to pass the test to even get into it. That's where the really serious people that just want to lock in and watch the game and not even talk to anybody. Like what, Kenny? Would I be able to pass that test? How many yards did Wilbert Montgomery run in the 1980 championship game against Dallas on that first touchdown? Al, I'm in the uh, casual room. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna know that. Who the hell knows that, Kenny? You got to be under. You got to be over. What's the answer, Kenny? Forty-two. I was gonna say forty-five. But I was yeah, in the casual you'd room with uh, me, Ruben. Yeah, I guess Ruben, so. you'd have passed because I'm giving people plus or minus five okay. yards. All right, cool. Oh, plus or five minus. Kenny, you're one of a kind, my friend. Kenny, what do you eat once a week at least? Once a week at least? Yeah, like pizza. Oh. It's National Pizza Day. Well, uh, <laughs> spaghetti and meatballs. Eat oh, spaghetti and meatballs yeah. every week. Kenny, I love you, man. Have a good trip home. Spaghetti and meatballs, out. Yeah. That's a nice item, but is that a weekly thing? Yeah, yeah, it's Sunday afternoon at noon. Yeah, that's exactly right. Ruben, what's oh, your position on a meatball? I love meatballs, but they don't make them. They don't like them in Italy. They don't, they don't they like don't, them in yeah, Italy. I, I know. I had a chef over there. They were you like, I'm, they I'm not making you a meatball. What's a meatball? I've heard. I have asked about that. I've asked the same thing about Caesar salads, and they say, Metagon. No. It's not How about a meatball? Actual. How about a meatball salad? 
I love a meatball salad. I like it where the meatball is in the middle of the salad. With the little red. And, and the red goes into the leaves. Oh, oh it's awesome. It's, nice. it's the best. It's a beautiful item. Salivating.